the first definition of a mother is to bring up a child with care and affection. We mother at home, in the classroom, as therapists, as case managers, and mentors. I'm Christian, a mother of three at home, a mother of the teen girls that I mentor, and a mother of the hundreds of students I've had in my 10 years of teaching. Passing the Crown podcast was created for the mother in you. Join me here bi-weekly as we tackle topics that will help us help build the next generation of strong, amazing young women. Lord God, I just thank you for the time that you have given us to strengthen our knowledge, to strengthen our ability in ourselves, to strengthen our confidence in you, oh God. Thank you for everything that you have put us through. Thank you for everything you are going to put us through. Lord God, we know that you do everything simply for our strength. Lord God, we know that the things that you are putting in our lives, whether they be good, happy things or whether they be trying things, we know that these things are all for a specific purpose and that they will work out for our good, oh God. Thank you for giving us the strength to continue and to press on. Lord God, you know what each of us need. Thank you for loving on us, oh God. Thank you for allowing us to feel your peace and your presence in our lives right now, oh God. As we continue in this episode, Lord God, thank you for giving us gems that will help us in our specific situations. Thank you for giving us the ability, the durability to finish running the race. Lord God, we cannot do it without you. Lord God, we do not want to do it without you. So we thank you for allowing us to partner with you. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Amen. Hey, sisters. I wanted to start off with a prayer just because that was kind of in my spirit. In my personal life, I am continuing to face mountains and battles that I thought I would never have to face. And if someone told me that I would be facing them right now, I would have been shocked thinking that, oh, I couldn't do it and I couldn't make it. But look at me doing, look at me making. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that that's not just my story. I know for a fact that that is your story as well, sister. You are strong because you are God created. And I've been hearing since I was a kid that God will never put more on me than I can bear. He knows what things I need, what things I don't need. He knows just what I can handle. I can handle anything through him. But I believe that what that means is that he won't give me more than I can handle because he knows me so much. One of the biggest things that I'm learning about being a mom is that I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. It's okay to make mistakes because when I'm making mistakes, that means that I'm trying. The goal is to pay attention to those mistakes and then work on trying to fix them. There are so many things that I have done wrong in my own parenting and after seeing the result of my parenting come through in my children, 
it makes me realize, okay, I shouldn't have done that. This also brings me to a conversation that I had in my girl talk group the other day. One of my students was having a difficult time with her mom. And as she's telling me these things that transpired between her and her mom, I'm sitting there thinking like, yo mama did what? Oh my God. 10 common mistakes that mamas make. I'm a mama too. So these are also mistakes that I found myself making. I included mistakes that I see happening in social media, in the world, on TV. And I definitely included mistakes that have been brought to my attention by the girls that I work with and their mom story. So sister friends, please, please, please do not take this episode as Christian trying to attack us and now we finna fight her. Cause I don't want no beef, okay? These are just some things that I realize that happen in motherhood when we're doing our best to raise our daughters, our children. And I just wanna bring these 10 things to light and also talk about what we can do instead of doing the mistake. So turn it up just a little notch and let's ride. I'm first going to go straight through the 10 things. Then I'm gonna break the things down And then at the end, I'm going to recap with just the list of 10 common mistakes. Also, check out the show notes and you will see a print of the 10 common mistakes that we're going to go over and 10 common things you can do to combat that mistake. So, our 10 common mistakes. One, Asking overwhelmingly amount of questions or not asking the right questions. Two, solving problems for them. Three, minimizing their thoughts and feelings. Four, belittling and or disrespecting them. Five, being inconsistent. Six, talking more than I'm listening to them. Seven, assuming the worst, eight, sweating, quote, unquote, the small stuff, four, projecting yourself on them, 10, failing to lead by example. So let's get into it. Thing number one, okay, asking an overwhelmingly amount of questions or not asking the right questions. When a situation is happening in my daughter's life, A lot of times I might not, as a teenager, I might not have the words to express all of my feelings. And you being my parent sometimes, depending on the way that our relationship has been in the past, I might just not wanna talk to you just because of what I know of you, just because I know what you're going to do. Example, a lot of my girls, tell me that they don't talk to their moms because their moms overreact to certain situations. So I ain't telling my mama that because I don't want her to do the most. She gonna start thinking this and then she gonna do that and then she gonna do that. I hear that from about 90% of my girls. The issue I'm realizing, thing one, I'm asking so many questions of my daughter, why did you do that? 
what happened? Who is this person? Well, why were you even with that person? Well, what was that person doing? What was that person thinking? But did you ever think to do this? I mean, I can't even understand why you would do that. And then what would have happened if this happened? Oh, okay. So then what happened right here? Like notice how I asked like five questions in a, like, I don't even think that was a minute. I asked like five questions in that small little time frame. When I am trying to get down to the bottom of a situation and I'm asking questions like, eh, 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 I'm overwhelming my young person and I'm causing them to shut down because they're already probably feeling sad, hurt by, you know, just whatever the situation is. They probably got caught by something. So now they're feeling a little embarrassed or attacked. And on top of that, you throwing all of these questions on me. I'm not going to do anything but shut down. In addition to that, I added not asking the right questions. Because if I take time to calm my nerve and to process and to think, I bet you that you can come up with two to three good questions that will answer almost everything you need to know about whatever situation it is you're trying to figure out. Thing one, common mistake we make is asking an overwhelmingly amount of questions or not asking the right questions when we're trying to get to the bottom of an issue. Their moms don't respect the way they think and they feel. The girls say, my mama just, she just think I'm going to do what she going to do. She never listened to me. I keep trying to tell her that I'm not like that. I've also heard, I try to tell my mom that I'm feeling sad or hurt, and she tell me, oh, you ain't got no reason to be feeling sad or hurt. You, okay? So it's like I hear different stories, but different ways. Sometimes when you need a little help, it can start a search. And you're going to go searching for all of these great gems that are going to teach you what you need to know so that you can be the best at what you're trying to do. Well, sisters, your search, it ends here. We have created the Girl Guide, the facilitator's manual to working with teen girls. Click the link in the show notes to get your copy of the Girl Guide. Trust me, you're going to love it. You'll read about topics from dealing with compassion fatigue, dealing with difficult students, and even have activities on how to build confidence in girls. My friends, stop what you're doing now, go to the show notes, and download your copy of The Girl Guide, the facilitator's manual for working with teen girls. I know you'll enjoy. So moms, I want to say, we have to let our daughters feel how they're feeling if she's feeling sad and hurt give her time to feel sad and hurt allow her to experience her emotions she needs to know what that feels like she needs to know why am I feeling like this so when your daughter is feeling some type of way instead of telling her how that's not that big of a deal don't put that much pressure on it It don't matter. Try to think about something else. Instead of minimizing how they're thinking and feeling, 
ask them questions to help them process how they're thinking and feeling so that that thought or that feeling can heal and move on. Let them feel how they're feeling. I want to say that again. Show them appropriate coping for dealing with their emotions. Don't tell them they're just tripping. That could look like my daughter just broke up with her boyfriend and she's coming to tell me, I'm so hurt because he was cheating on another, he was cheating with me on another girl. Oh, girl, don't worry about that boy. That boy don't know what he's talking about. That's me minimizing her thoughts and feelings. Instead, how about I say, I understand how you feel because I can remember a time when one of my boyfriends cheated on me and it really does hurt. But I want to remind you that just because that boy didn't see all of the coolness that's wrapped in you, like that's his loss, okay? So go ahead and hurt and be sad because you probably feel played. I know that's how I felt, but it's okay. You're going to like get over it soon once you realize like it's okay. I deserve better. I can do this. It's, it's plenty more efficient to see. I'm such a great girl. I have these things going for myself, and it's okay. We all get hurt sometimes, but it's going to hurt when I'm looking for the right person. I was able to take her feelings and her thoughts into consideration. I gave her a little bit of my love by telling her I understand how you feel. I've been there. And then I gave her a little encouragement by just saying, you're a great girl. You have a lot of stuff going for you. This is probably going to happen as you continue to find that perfect person for you. Thing four, common mistake. Belittling and or disrespecting them. Don't respond to them in anger. If a if my daughter does something to me, I'm probably going to initially feel a bit like, how dare you? So for example, one student told me a story about her taking her mom's charger. And she said that how her mom immediately came in there and started yelling at her about taking her charger and about how she could never have, okay? So she just was kind of telling me how her mama started going in on her because her mama thought she took her charger. So that was an immediate disrespect for my student. She felt like, dang, my mama immediately started attacking me and she didn't even know if I had it or not. She just burst in my room saying, where my charger? Right? So if I'm angry about something that they have done, give yourself time to like process and come down from that anger before you talk to your daughter because you don't want to lash out at her. Because if she starts to feel disrespected or belittled, then that's diminishing the communication and the relationship that y'all have. Don't make them feel dumb or small. Kindly teach what you want them to know. When we belittle our daughters and make them feel like they're dumb or they don't know what they're talking about, that's a stab to their self-confidence. They're feeling like this person who was supposed to nurture me or teach me or love me, they're making me feel dumb. Like, I don't know, making me feel like something is wrong with me. So that's why it's a common mistake. Belittling and disrespect can sound like me raising my voice, me using a sarcastic tone. Oh, I bet you do know that. Disapproving of their perspective or opinion. Girl, you don't know what you're talking about. You just a kid. 
criticizing their beliefs. These are all things that we do unknowingly to belittle and disrespect them. You can fix this and not make this common mistake by remembering that your daughter is her own person. So speak and engage with your daughter in a respectful way. Show her how people should talk to her and treat her through the way you talk to her and treat her. Common mistake five, being inconsistent. This can be being inconsistent with discipline, rules, different behaviors you allow or don't allow. So perfect example of this, me, okay? I'm my own example of this. When I first started switching up our family dynamic and trying to just be better for myself and for my kids, I enlisted a rule of no phone in the car. No phone in the car. Anytime we're in a car, that's just our time to just chill and connect with each other because we don't spend that much time together when we're at the house. Because I want to do this. You want to be doing this. He want to be doing that. Like, so the car, that's our little family time. After a while, I forgot about my no phone in the car rule. I didn't think twice about it. One day, I told my son, no phone in the car, remember? And my son responded by saying, since when did we start that again, mama? Sometimes I get to be on my phone and then sometimes you tell me not to be. Whoop. And immediately, you know, a parent might immediately be like, boy, who you talking back to? You know me? Right? But that wasn't him talking back. That's him saying his confusion. How am I getting in trouble right now for being on my phone in the car when three times this week I've been on my phone in the car and you didn't say nothing, mama, so make it make sense for me? That's literally what he was saying. That was my fault because I was committing the fifth biggest common mistake, not being consistent in my rules. Another example is a parent that might be nice and lenient one day and then super strict and mean the next day. Think about what you desire for yourself and for your daughters. What are some things that you know you can do and you know you need to do to make sure that your daughters and yourself are being consistent in the things that y'all need to do that will make y'all better? A fix for me being inconsistent, I make notes on my phone that remind me of things. I am a strong user of my alarms. I have so many alarms on my phone. My alarms will say, it's time to clock in. Five minutes later, I have another alarm. They say, hey, did you forget to clock in? Question mark. I have an alarm on my phone that says, it's time to walk out of the house. I have an alarm on my phone that goes off five minutes later. And it says, is Kenton on his phone? Question mark. I like using the alarms for my reminders because it's a quick ring in my ear. I pick up my phone and I look at it and I get to read that note just reminding me of things that are important to me. Okay, mama friends, I am going to stop here because we're already at 18 minutes and homegirl be trying to stay, you know, under a limit. So I'm going to recap common mistakes one through five so that we can chew on that knowledge, you know, and process it and work that out and then come back in two weeks, mommy, and then listen to part two 
for the other five common mistakes that we find. So the first five common mistakes that moms make that we talked about today were, one, asking overwhelmingly amounts of questions and or not asking the right questions. Two, trying to solve the problem for our daughters. Three, minimizing our daughter's thoughts and feelings. Four, belittling and or disrespecting our daughters. And thing five, being inconsistent with our rules, behaviors, and requirements. Mom, as I stated before we started talking, if you look in the show notes, you will see a list of the common mistakes and things you can do to fix those. I love you, mamas. God loves you. He knows that you're working hard and he already has it worked out for you. So you keep doing what you're doing. Keep smiling, keep being positive and keep feeding positivity and knowledge into your daughter. God got the rest. I love y'all. Y'all be cool. Have a good week and I will see you later, friends. Mwah.